the Greek side or the Indian side is good? Because you said it's a combo Greek Indian restaurant. Well, it's two separate restaurants, but they're owned by the same people. I haven't eaten at the Indian side, but I can say the Greek side is straight fire. Oh, it's like, like a restaurant duplex. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, same. Is people. there like a loft apartment up top that you could <laughs> move me into? Might, might be. Seems like this but, belongs in like New York or L.A. Um, they getting wild out here, dog. People putting shit on the back of their cars. You got new restaurants popping up. Nice. Dude, in Megan, we I'm had a, Metropolis for a little while, and they were like, Greek, Indian, like, they were like, whatever, know, Mediterranean, baby. Fuck around, they're you like, know. They're like, what you want? Have like, a, what the fuck you want? Have a babka, have some baba ganoush, you know? Have a have a gyro, have a have a tikka, tikka masala. You know? Speaking of exotic foods, which um, Eric Brown would have fucking loved, because yes, Eric was the king of... Of dining or just of food in general. He was a foodie. He was, you know, and he loves savory. Um, mm-hmm. He got out there. So this is a, a special episode of Tap Snaps because a friend of the podcast and a friend of everybody on the show mm-hmm. um, tragically passed away the other day. Yep. So we wanted to just at the top of the show uh, dedicate this episode to Eric Brown. Um, we're going to try to have a, a good... A uh, fun show and laugh and yeah. bring levity to all the listeners that yeah. knew and loved him uh, as we did. And, um, you know, in that way, just honors memory. Additionally, we are also going to do a basement like normal, but instead of videos, we're just going to tell stories that we uh, remember uh, of Eric Brown and we'll make this one public. So it won't yeah. just be the Patreon subscribers. Uh, definitely wouldn't make you subscribe to hear us talk about Eric. So no, um, but, yeah, and al- and al- and also I was going to say, speaking on the point of levity, I will say there were maybe tens of dozens of times where I was just going off about something, like something completely dumb, and I was just so focused on it and upset and enraged, and then Eric would just look at me and say something and make me realize, oh, it wasn't that serious. Yeah, like uh, I, I live a pretty good life, and I should I should probably kind of check my shit. Well, that was it. The, Just, the other thing, the real the real like a big reason why we also wanted to talk about it, like right at the top of the show, and 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 dedicate this episode to Eric because is because Eric was like such a supportive guy, yeah, um, and really supported us and supported this show, like, yeah. and he was on the show, and he was on the show. If you want to, if you want to hear Eric, um. If you didn't know him, uh, and you want to, or if you did, even if you want to hear his voice, um, you can go back to the uh, the California recall election. Um, is the one that he was on, and um, it's just you know you can if you reach out to me or Liam, we can give you a link. Yeah, we can. I'll send it directly directly to you if you want it. Um, but yeah, this one this one's for Eric. Yep. yep. Fuck yeah. Out the gate supporting your boys. Yeah. Just always a wonderful guy to talk to. Super smart. Just grounded. Check me on my bullshit constantly. As you deserve. Uh, yeah, you you would have been a prime in his crosshairs. Yeah, um, I was always in Eric's crosshairs. Yeah, he just, he'd, he'd let he yeah. he'd let me talk for about a minute, and then he'd be like, you know, Blake, most of that's bullshit. I mean, he would spot you. Then, yeah, he would spot you from a mile away. Any scrub. Any, was, yeah, you know, <laughs> any, any unhardened. I mean, you didn't, you know, Blake. I love you. You didn't go through. The, the trials of the McKibben Lane days, you know, taking your whoopings out there on the playground or in in the in the old in the dark days where the the old magic was written, there yeah. it, you it was tougher. It to, was tougher in these streets. So I the fact that you survived, Eric, and <laughs> you know have such a great warm feelings lets me know that he really liked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, wonderful guy. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't say enough about him. Um, Eric was probably my favorite person at the Tap Snaps house. We got the famous porch out front mm-hmm. where many a drinkings and goings on mm-hmm. have occurred. Nobody can porch set like Eric Brown. And best yep, in the game. Uh, I I can't tell you how much fun where I would normally Since sit in my room. Mm-hmm. I would sit in my room, slam rum, smoke weed, and play video games. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like Eric Brown's in town. It's like, uh oh. Uh, I got to hang out with him, yeah. and we just sit. We sit on the front. <laughs> we, we we sit. We sit on the front porch for four hours, just slamming alcohol, <laughs> shooting the shit. But yeah, this is definitely an Eric's memory. Um, 
Also, uh, I mean, I don't. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But if if anybody hasn't seen his Facebook page, uh, it was it's been rough seeing it. But then I didn't, you know, know of this entire LA family that he's cultivated over what the last ten years he's yeah. been out there, um, and the outpouring of love from them has just been incredible to see uh, how all of them have the same deep love that we back here in Macon have for Eric. Um, yeah. That's really been inspiring. And it's, it's just incredible that he touched so many people, uh, no matter how, you know, where he went. Yeah. He's a really easy guy to love. You yeah. Know? And, uh, I mean, it's supportive his character. As you said, they, they're, they're, they've never met someone more supportive than Eric. Yeah. He would instantly bolster you, um, for your dreams. Now, like Blake said, he would poke holes in your bullshit, mm-hmm. uh, especially, self-doubt whenever i got into that um eric was always like no like of course you can do it you know um so this one's for eric and uh yeah let's start the show let go and his disrespect for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy i object i object i object on what grounds is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy, holy, holy snaps. Podcast that uh, you know has 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 Blakey Boy on for a for a special episode, and we've got some uh, some some banger topics to talk about today. There's some real Hello. softball stuff out here. That you know, we, we're going to just like <laughs> and like oh, I'll you make know, it hard. <laughs> I don't I don't want you to. Will you? I no, no. I mean, do you want I'll to get like, you hard, Darvin. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, I'll make it hard. I'll make it hard. I was gonna say we can talk about this, you know, like in private. <laughs> you know, he's like, it's just gotten weird up here <laughs> in North Car- Kakalaki. It's, it's gotten wild for me. Well, well, we just out here. You know, we out here. We just reading uh, people's license plates, and we reading the shit they put on the back of their cars, and that's yeah. my new hobby. Uh, Are you ready for when the Nephilim come? I am not ready. We we might need to attach that, but I found a person today out in the wild. All all my catches are out in the wild. I'm out here playing Pokemon Go. I ain't bullshit. <laughs> I ain't pulling shit off Reddit. But this per- this person, th- this person in the intersection of the town I live in, on the back of their Ford Escape had the Nephilim are coming and then about seven (laughs) or eight Bible verses like Luke 22, seven (laughs) revelations, 21, eight, just all the, and I'm going to look them up. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to look them up. You know what? Don't make uh, me do homework. Okay. I I put it in. I'm not, I'll do the homework. I'll do the homework. (laughs) I tracked it. I tracked this person over about three miles. I'm talking to the Nephilim guy. Like, (laughs) Oh yeah. What are Nephilim again? For, for uninformed (laughs) listeners, uh, Blake, do you know uh, what Nephilim happened to be? First things first, this is not financial advice. Do your own research. Okay. Second thing second, second thing second, the Nephilim are the race of giants that exist at the edge of the world. Yeah. The NASA the is trying, yes. Well, NASA built the ice walls. Cause, all right, first off, first off, everyone shut the fuck up. Everyone. everyone shut the fuck up. The earth is flat. Get over it. <laughs> second, I was like, we're missing the baseline here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second, at the edge of the flat earth, there are ice mountains and those were built by nasa which is actually a like secret society protecting us mm-hmm. so and the nephilim exist outside of these mountains and they're trying to get in and they're a race of giants and um their return ushers in the apocalypse so that's that yeah yeah um all true all yeah. true and all true as Moronic as the person is uh, who put that on the back of their car, you know, we try to give, I, I think, Blake, I think you think we're, we might have gotten a little left-leaning in your absence, but I feel like we try to give our conservative buddies uh, a fair shake of it. When I go down the Reddit news section, because I'm going to peel back the curtain, this is how I'm, I'm finding these articles, <laughs> and right, I, right. I, I try to be like, okay, that one's too much of a slam dunk on them, mm-hmm. but y'all really out here making it just impossible for me not to dunk on you. Yo, I troll r slash conservative. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I, I look. Really? 
I do. I do. I want to know. I want to know what they're thinking. Um, <laughs> and them noggins. Yeah. But first off, yeah, I just into the radio. A big shout out to um, to Blake's North Carolina uh, farm to table memes. I mean, this is going to be. I'll post it on the the Instagram on Friday um, when this releases. So if you're listening to this and then you want to go find it, it's there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, the r slash conservative crowd. It's been really fun to watch them handle. Russia, and Russia Ukraine. and Ukraine. Yeah. I, I don't know how they, do, they they don't know what to do. Right. I'm assuming they're in a weird state because Trump right before uh, Putin and Russia invaded Ukraine was out there like mm-hmm. stumping for Putin, basically being like, he's so smart. He's so awesome. Like, yeah, look at him. He's going to he's going to get a country without having to even using an army or something like just blabbering on. And yeah. then the next day. It's like, oh, it's a full on invasion, buddy. <laughs> like everyone was saying it yeah. was going to be. Um, well, and then Tucker Carlson went on that weird stream of consciousness rant where he was like, has Vladimir Putin ever called you a racist? Mm-hmm. Has Vladimir Putin <laughs> ever eaten a dog? And it's like, you okay? This Tuck- is racist. Shit, I was just like, <laughs> like first of all, Tuck, are you all right? First of all, what? Second of all, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and like, has, has, has Vladimir Putin ever threatened to get you fired for using your first amendment rights? He's like for saying the N word. <laughs> <Yeah. Like, laughs> and then the next day he's just like, well, let me be clear. I'm not supporting <laughs> Russia and Russia is bad now. But when I said my crazy racist, like anti, liberal crazy thing crazy thing like i i I meant it yeah you know but we we got that the 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 party is really fractured right now and i actually that that's a good transition into our our first article oh this is one of the this is one of your favorites it's a it's a it's just it's a big bag of mess (laughs) and and it's but it's a it's a it's a glorious bag of mess to, to watch unfold. So um, this is from thirteen WMAZ. It's our local our local news. Shout outs. Shout outs. Hey. Um, shout outs. Shout outs. Uh. Herschel Walker drops out of upcoming Marjorie Taylor Greene event after she speaks at White Nationalist Conference. And uh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh Herschel. <laughs> oh Herschel. We'll um <laughs> we'll hit it with a, a quick summation. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a big old fat racist, and she um she got With caught a, a weird clay face. She does have like a it it looks like she's in disguise. Yeah, yeah. Like her face looks like she's hiding from something. Um, but she was at uh a, 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 a white nationalist event. Um, the uh, what is it? The, the, America, the America First, First Pack. Part. Yeah, but they are a white nationalist group. Yeah, straight up. The guy who was introducing her. Um, was part of the uh, the Charlottesville Unite the Right rally. Mm-hmm. Um, he is like has been identified by the FBI as like a white nationalist like actor, aka Blake's folks. <laughs> His name's Nick Fuentes. Don't be hating on my people. <laughs> well, this was in this was in Florida. So shout out to Sherilyn. Shout out to Sherilyn. Um, this is uh, before he brought her on stage. He he was talking about how. Uh, she's a fighter. Uh, and then he also went on this like stream of consciousness rant about Russia at the end of which he said, can we give a round of applause to Russia? Yeah. <laughs> and then the crowd cheered Putin, 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 <laughs> to which he responded. Absolutely. It was really cringy. Yeah. Watching this guy. He has no charm or charisma um, or any business standing in front of a stage. No. He's just like, I'm the most presentable of the inbred racists that still say, think that like white people are the superior He's race. Like, my He's daddy like, could afford me a haircut, yeah, so I get on stage. <laughs> so I get on stage and I do my little tie in the mirror. Um, but then he went on to talk about like, Christian white men being the foundation of the country and building things and being under attack. Um, and uh, talking about, you know, people, he's like, he said, they say he's a white nationalist. He's a racist. Why won't Republicans condemn him? And then he smiled and said, who are they writing these for? Nobody cares. We don't care that he's a racist <laughs> yeah. and a white nationalist. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene comes on stage. <laughs> That's her introduction. That's her introduction. And her line, read her what she says. She's like, um, she says, I, I know what it's like to be canceled. And that's why I'm here to talk with you tonight. Because I don't believe anyone should be canceled. You know, not like white nationalists yeah. or racists. 
Well, well Marjorie Taylor Green, Marjorie Taylor Green lost a lot of money on her QAnon uh, coffee mug deal. Mm. So she's she's trying to you recoup that you right now. Those? I mean, I got three. You have the one. Uh, did you take the? Did when you went to North Carolina? Did you take the the mugs with you? You goddamn right, I did. I was about to say I haven't seen them. <laughs> did you take your, yeah. uh, your Trump coin? No, that shit's still been floating around here. I keep thinking I'm going to throw it away. And you need to leave that Trump coin. No, don't throw it away. Leave Every that time Trump coin somebody there. comes, I have to explain to them why I have a fucking Trump coin. You're, like, you're, you're like, you're like it's half ironic. It's half ironic. It's half not. Like, I don't know. But see, the thing is, you know, my tools are the ones that trigger human emotion. Mm-hmm. That's That's what I'm good at. Yeah, we live in a society. I, mean? I don't I paint with those brushes, but I feel you. You know, I I, <laughs> I I get the sentiment. It's like you're it's like you're a lord that hangs out not in the middle, but like on the edge of things. I'm just saying, can you paint with all the colors of the wind? I cannot. That's all I'm saying. I can't. You can own the earth and still all you own is earth and till. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. But, my, my my guy, and my guy, Marjorie Taylor Greene is out here. Oof. Mm-hmm. Paul Ooh. Gosar's bitch ass too. Don't forget. Yeah, him. Paul Gosar's bitch ass. <laughs> They're really out here fucking stomping at a white nationalist rally. Yeah. And the Republicans haven't condemned them. And then trying to be like, well, they'll, they'll, some have. They'll be like Kevin McCarthy, who was like trying to, he's in the impossible place of like, he thinks that the Republicans are going to, but they probably will win, like take leadership of the Senate and the House in the midterm. So he thinks he's going to be, uh, fucking speaker of the house again yeah so he also has to kurt like kowtow to to and appease all these super righty crazy fucks yeah and so he's just like that's oh, exactly it was appalling and wrong and there is no way that i will punish her in any way she will face zero consequences except maybe a tweet and like yeah, everybody we, else is pretty much like the tweets we'll tweet about her marjorie taylor green is an idiot, like a bona fide moron, yeah. and a racist, yeah. an out and out racist. Mm-hmm. And she is in Congress, and she is a representative from our state. And it is a a shame. Every day it goes on is like a a, a much smaller version of I feel like when Trump was in was yeah. the president, where it's like every day is just like a fucking th- uh, like a thorn in your foot and like the heel, and you don't know, and then you step lean back on your heel, and you're like, ow. <laughs> Why haven't I gotten this thorn out of my fucking heel? It hurts. Yeah. Um, that is what she is. She's a blight on our our country. And the right. the worst thing is that like, yeah, she's the most obvious one. But there's just a litany of shithead Republican and and Democratic uh, congressmen because I feel like our congressmen are pretty equally useless. At least a large chunk of them are. Mm-hmm. They're bought and paid for. Uh, but she's just the most obvious nasty little uh thorn and you should be able to to prune her like yeah yeah you, it should be a simple task to be like ah a <laughs> a raving lunatic racist yeah cannot represent the people of the united states we're gonna go ahead and expel her for you know clearly displaying that she is unable to accurately represent all of her constituents like she is a racist yeah. and she works against the direct interest of people who live in her district. Yeah. This is cut and dry. She's the easiest decision yeah. we've ever literally had to make, except That's, for like giving ourselves a raise. All I ever want to do worry, is put boys. Liam in positions of authority and have him handle tasks like this. Like let <laughs> you, Liam you don't have to. be the guy you that fires you. David Perdue has already announced his intentions to challenge uh, Kemp. Oh yeah. So, he's challenging Kemp, it, but no one's challenging Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the issue, isn't it? Kevin and Taylor Green are the same. Yeah, you you all know my opinions on how we need to institute a a fourth uh, branch of the system called the Inquisition. Yeah, to to well, ex execute, excommunicate, excise, however it needs to be done, Mm -hmm. and exercise too. But but I mean, Liam really kind of like kind of nailed it um, earlier when he was talking about how it, it's like this really weird thing going on in the Republican camp where it's like you have all these people who are like 55 and older that you that are your constituents directly that you have to pander to and they seem to be a little bit retarded. That's a that's an appropriate and, word for Mitt Romney said it. He was like, I got morons on my team. Yeah, he, he straight up said it. he's like, I got idiots on my team. He was like, like easy like, dunk, like, but they easy vote. dunk. You, but they vote. 
he's like, that's the thing. They vote, though. Like, and, that, and that's the whole thing. And you can kind of see that uh, also in the left camp with, like, the ultra progressives. Um, it's, it's really, it, it's really, uh, I like it only because it's like the pendulum swings, right? And the pendulum swings far left, the pendulum swings far right. And it's a moment of sobriety for people to be like, that's fucking dumb. And then the pendulum swings and they're like, that's also fucking dumb. We need to come to some sort of moderate consensus, which is the whole point of the system. And it, the only unfortunate thing is that it took like, Donald Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and a bunch of absolute objective nonsense for us to come to that conclusion. But I, I'm optimistic that it's going to change soon. It might require a few more years and like the death rate to kind of kick in. But I, uh, Are you mean for I, the I old folks remain- to move out of the way and for younger people to come in? Is that what you're yeah, for them to die. Yeah, they need to die. But they already that's got that's a it. whole bunch of podlings right behind them. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't know about that because I I think that right now that the 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 Trumplings like Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, fucking what's her name Lauren Lauren uh, Boebert who was just heckling the president as he was talking about his it's, dead son. Yeah, um, which was just like at the State of the Union. It's just like and wow. she gets booed by like the majority. It's like <laughs> yeah. hey. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. It reminded me of like, it was the same energy of the guy. I went to see um, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, Michael Bay's uh, opus starring John Krasinski. That's wild that you saw that. I saw it in theaters with my parents. Um, Yeah, you were young. Well, it had Jim from The Office. It had Jim from The Office in it, and he'd gotten all swole, and Roy from The Office, and they were on the same team. So, you know, Mm -hmm, nice to see mm -hmm. them. Roy from Parks and Rec. Roy from the office. Oh, Roy! Roy from Roy oh. Jim's or Pam's fiance. Oh shit! Okay. Seasons one through three. <laughs> but, That's um, right. Who's, who's trying to be a good actor? He He's is almost there. He is, but like I agree. Lauren Boebert had the same energy of like at that moment when there's a moment where like they get the word that they're not getting backup. Yeah, and then this dude who's sitting like a psycho in the first like two rows. Watching it, watching this movie from like the closest corner that yeah. he could, just goes, "Hey, oh Hillary!" And everybody in the movie was like, "Hey, can you shut the fuck up, real quick!" Like, yeah. we're in a, it's three p.m. Yeah. right now. It's Tuesday, so like, we, I don't need political commentary from you. That was Blake. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you you no, know no, that Blake would have been Blake. like the emails. Yeah, <laughs> I'll like, watch. I'm hoping that like, that behavior has been corrected. Why did you wipe the phone? Why I'm, did you wipe the phone? <laughs> I'm sure that your uh, your special someone has helped correct that behavior in you. Yeah, but I this, would hope so. This, oh yeah, this was oh, the yeah. same. It was the same energy. It was yeah. the same exact energy, and it was the same response. Which people were just like, "Shut up, shut Be up, quiet. don't right don't speak anymore. You need to hush right now." And like, it's uh, but these trumplings are kind of rudderless right now because Trump is mostly out of the public eye. Yeah. He's like, he's banned off every platform, banned off every platform. He's giving very sparse interviews and in them, he's looking pretty bad. Um, just like kind of like he's sundowning. Like he was talking to Laura Ingram the other day and he was like, I, you know, when I heard that the U S should, or she, she mentioned something about the Russians sending amphibious forces into Ukraine. And he was like, the U S shouldn't be sending forces and they shouldn't be parading it around. You shouldn't know about it. It should be in secret. And she was like, no, it, I said, Russia, the Russians, like, what are you, you just thought that, a huge national security leak had happened and we had just declared yeah. open war on Russia yeah. and you were finding about out about it through me, Laura Ingram right now. And like they just, they're not getting any direction. So he was the news director for them and the, the, he gave them all their copy points and they just had to parrot him mm-hmm. for a while. And yeah. well, now well, you know, you're running out of tr- steam. So they're going to have to wait until the, probably until the midterms really pick up is yeah. when I think we're going to see Trump out more. It's going to be big lie, big lie, but then he's going to have new stuff that he is, he is attacking. And then they're, whatever he says, they're going to start parroting. Mm-hmm. Well, ahead, unfortunately, Blake. I was going to say, unfortunately, you know, Trump did lose like his right hand man, his Paul, um, you know, spreading the gospel of the uh, retarded um, with Rudy Giuliani um, coming under heavy attack for his, you know, like um, egregious wall breaking. Yeah. So, you know, that that really kind of set the movement back uh, a little bit. But um, I mean, realistically, it's exactly as Liam described. It's kind of the leftovers. And I have faith 
in the Democratic system. I don't think Marjorie Taylor Greene is long for Congress. Um, we'll see. I think she's got a yeah, backwards we'll see. ass district. I, well, yeah. She does. It's the same thing with um, old uh, Turtleneck. Uh, Liam, your favorite guy. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, you know, Liam's best friend, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, how does he get, how does he get there? Because he is a uh, every time. politician. But yeah. also at the same and time, he comes from a... wealthy. Yeah, well, he also comes from a backwards district that will never elect anyone else. But, you know, I have faith in the system to a certain extent to kind of alleviate those concerns. But... um I think uh, I think really it's it's very transformative because I think the American public has really has really grown very tired of the status quo, especially from the Trump years. And I think we're going to be moving towards a moderate, a very moderate standpoint coming I, um, forward. I don't know. I, I I feel that Trump definitely moved the needle. And that we see people like a Marjorie Taylor Greene or Bobert or uh, what's the other Todd, the other the dude that was there with her. Oh, Paul Gosar. Paul Gosar. We see the these these folks able to pop their heads up um, because Trump kind of like took away a lot of decorum and civility in our culture. Um, it 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 wasn't great before him, but like he did move it further over into like let's just be garbage swamp people and <laughs> and sling shit at each other all the and we time. control each other like we can just yeah. troll each other like who cares there's no reverence in our positions and the thing that i see with the underlying reason that a marjorie taylor green can go to a white nationalist rally and o- openly do this um and may not have any fear of reprisal like is one on the the uh, political scale and the political um, arena, it's because of the tribalism and the strength of our, and the adherence of the Republicans um, out of necessity to the, their party over everything else. Mm -hmm. And two, for her constituents on that level, I see, I see a lot of people that look like me that have decided that they're under attack and that it is important there to stick together because if they don't, they'll be weeded out, singled out, called a racist, get fired. I mean, this is something they hear so often from Fox and the right that a lot of people have internalized it. Like a lot of people say things like cancel culture Mm -hmm. without understanding what it is or critical race theory without understanding what it is or, you know, uh, everybody, everything's racist nowadays and, everybody's always talking about race and these, these ideas are all viewed as attacks and people just aren't willing or able to grapple with them and actually look at them on their, on their face and see what they really are. So I, I feel like that kind of like Marjorie green is kind of, she appeals to that the same way Trump did to where like they, they think you're bad. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with you. The world is just crazy now, which yeah. is not a new thing at all, but I see it really, prominently um and i see it from a lot of people that kind of echo to a smaller degree um this stuff mm-hmm. and they don't even realize it well it's weird to see the bounce back to like the the pendulum sw- swooping <laughs> sweeping like uh, this far in the other direction like where you you've, you've got a group of people now who've internalized that so hard yeah and so much so deeply that it doesn't matter what you're being canceled for, as long as you can say I'm being canceled, yeah, they're like I support you. I will rally around. I'll you. rally around you. It's like, oh, it turns out they shot a lot of babies, yeah. uh, and flew the Nazi flag while doing it. Or in this case, it's like you're literally at a white nationalist fundraising event, saying you empathize with them, saying you empathize with them, and that you don't think anybody should be able to be canceled, and even it's like, people that think that they're. <laughs> Rights and privileges should be based upon your color of your skin. It's like the man who introduced you was screaming, Jews will not replace us in Charlottesville a few years ago. And you're like, you shouldn't be canceled for that. And it's like, no, no, that's correct. 
No. Like, that is the correct course of action, is to not. Liam, you're just taking them out of context, bro. <laughs> like, that, that's the whole thing. But it, it really it really harkens back to, like, do you guys remember when we covered, um, when they did the live-action remake of um, The Little oh, Mermaid? That was a long time ago. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, but you guys remember that. And you remember how it was, like, people are outraged mm-hmm. at the recasting of The Little Mermaid. And then, like, Liam read a little bit into it. I read a little bit into it. And it was like, well, how do you know they're outraged? And it was like, we got to the point where we were like five bot accounts yeah. on Twitter. We found signaled. 15 eight day old accounts yeah. <laughs> that yeah, were tweeting we, uh, about this. They were tweeting about this and they were really upset about Ariel not being white. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a model for a lot of what we live in now where it was like people are outraged this is this this is that and it was like well what's your evidence for that and they're like people in social media are you know declaring their thoughts and it's like well okay that's valid you know people's emotions are valid and it's like then you look into it and you're like oh there's you know i don't know 130 million users on twitter and 130 of them said this and like is that valid is that real is that a real thought yeah, and I feel like that's some of the kind of pervasiveness of a lot of this dumb shit is that people aren't checking that. Yeah, I, um, I, the people don't even. I mean, a lot of times, like I've been really heated with people uh, about their stances on things, and then I just probe just a little bit deeper and realize they hadn't even read past a headline. They saw a headline on a Facebook feed, and they had a whole opinion based off a headline. Yeah, yeah. like people are wandering around with you know. I mean, they call watching YouTube videos research. So yeah. it's like, I remember, remember, and this is also like a, a an article that, that came up, I think towards the beginning of when we started doing the podcast is when they were talking about putting a, adding an extra click on Twitter, like yeah. for clickbait articles, if you wanted to click it, you had to like, so you had to like ex- click agree to something saying mm-hmm. like, Oh, if you wanted to share an article, you had to click on it first. Yeah. That's what it was. And, um, it just—I wish that there was a, a real life version of that, where like somebody comes up to you in a bar and they're just like, they overhear you talking something. It's like you're like, oh, you see the State of the Union? You're like, oh yeah, yeah, I thought. And then somebody comes up like, Biden, son of Sleepy Joe, talking about yeah, never would have none. He's Trump. smoking crack. Never, he's never smoking crack. He's giving out. He's giving out crack, crack pipes. pipes. I wish there would be like a, a like a holographic pop up notification that just like blocked them and like threw them ten feet away from you. <laughs> and we're just kind of like, hey, 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 before you share this information. You need to pull out your phone and read that article. Do you remember? We didn't even talk about the crack pipe stuff. Or it's simple, nonsense. Or it's yeah, I know. It was just a make-believe story it's just that they were spreading. 100% made up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was true on Twitter. No, they called it. They were like, oh, safe smoking kits. That means that they're giving crack pipes to people. And it's like, nope. They just don't want people to, like, die mm-hmm. of, of of smoking Unsafe. I don't know. I heard differently on Twitter. And I bet you, frankly, you fucking did. <laughs> Have you been <laughs> fucking frankly, around? I'm not convinced. I, I want to see the graveyard that is our Twitter. Like, what has even been going on on that Twitter? It's I, all bots, Starver. Twitter's all bots now. I heard and only old old folks post on Twitter now. I heard Twitter is, yeah. is for old folks. Yeah, it's you know, Facebook. You know, what's really, you know what's really crazy is that the new kind of sector of social media is actually not um, like quantifiable. Like what's trending on Twitter, what's trending on Instagram, what's trending on Facebook. The new like era of social media is moving to like decentralized platforms like Telegram and Signal where you can't actually quantify what people are talking about. Oh, are you on Truth? Truth launched this week, didn't it? What's that? It's a Trump Trump platform. Oh, no, man. <laughs> you know, I still get fucking emails from parlor because I made up a funny, a fake account and I went in there right when they opened originally and it was just like, oh, this is where y'all say the N word a bunch. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. Come on in, brother. Water's fine. I'll, I know. I'll I'll just say, Liam, I'm not, I'm not on that. I'm on the waiting list oh, it's for truth. that. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. going to say, cause it like, if there's a long waiting list and they're having a lot of problems. <laughs> It was down for like 13 hours within the first, like the secret solutions of Benghazi within the first day. I think that it was available. Hey, wow. I would like to see what they say, but I don't want to, I don't want to have parlor and true. I'm just gonna have to deactivate that, that Gmail account. Though. Yeah. It's probably fucking up your algorithm. I'm like, just going to get rid of the Gmail account. It's yeah. such an old, and not, you know, it's funny, like bot core more. 
Yeah. I'm like, I had that since I was a kid. I mean, I still got like the, the what, Jimmy Van Page. <laughs> that, but that's my that's my garbage collector. I made a I made a professional one now that I'm yeah, now starting to, to 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 give out to people. Transition over. Yeah, I'm yeah. like like <laughs> I have a different personal one and a, a newer professional one mm. that I I use like the Jimmy page is just for collecting garbage. Yeah. It's just garbage 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 garbage. Gar- gar- anytime somebody's just like well, you can't proceed without giving us an email. I'm yeah. like, oh, I have this trash. Yeah, this trash. I'm like, yeah, you know me. Email me at garbage It's like it's been full for 3 years, bro. It's just like, "Oh, hey Liam, you want to open up your mail? You have 15,000 unread <laughs> messages." <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, "This all like, spam." Like, from somebody I know. <laughs> Not Thank one of them has any pertinent information. Yeah, Fifteen thousand pieces of trash. It's like a trash island. I just imagine it now. <laughs> <laughs> the trash Gmail accounts. It is. It's like my big like Pacific yeah, fucking plastic trash. pile. I think floating like floating around in the ocean. There'll be like an infomercial with Blake on it, and he's spinning around in a stool. He's like, "Hi, have you seen the great <laughs> northeast, the northwest email trash pile?" <laughs> <laughs> with as little as a dollar a day, you can help clean up these fucking junk email accounts across like, the web. HelloFresh has sent Liam yeah. 10,000 emails. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention that when you support our call, you will get a free membership to truth.org? Yeah. With- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, I and mean, then underneath of, it just says lower third history and culture writer. <laughs> exactly. But just, just remember like the, the, the key takeaway is that like, you remember when I was talking to you about how I like, um, basically curated my Google news feed and I was like, I got off Reddit, but then I got on Google news and I curated my feed and then all it fed me was like trash to make me angry. Just Jordan Peterson stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the algorithm was like, Blake will click on this. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is say like white people. It's like right wing might- hero destroys cooked <laughs> anti-gun <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something, yeah. Kyle something Rittenhouse was a goddamn American <laughs> hero. You talking about Saint Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse about- <laughs> owns eight-year-old Where- cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse I'll, makes weak chins and upward turned noses a new trend in America. I was just trying to think about like who like like in the same way that like Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro would just have to go to college campuses and own eighteen year olds, like yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse would have to find a literal like elementary a middle school. He's like, Do you think I shouldn't have found my fucking gun? He just like squares up to him. You know, I was thinking about becoming a cop, right? Yeah. Ben Shapiro owns middle school debate club. <laughs> he just goes, he puts like a bandaid on like a little kid's knee that fell. And then another little kid comes up and he just like, Hey, and just like <laughs> hits him into the fucking ground. He's like, he was but, running but, up on me. He's the, like, That's the whole how you get on TV that, kid. The whole point of that is, is that we're, we're entering this like new phase where it's like, it's not necessarily the content that you'll click on, but it's the content that'll better you. And that's why, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Meta, quote unquote, uh, which is Facebook now mm-hmm. because everyone hates them. Um, they yeah. reported, I want to say they reported one fourth of a total net worth loss in this last quarter. Yeah, yeah. They did really badly. Yeah, that valuation is dropping. Well, you can say like they did really bad. You can say, oh, well, they're, you know, kind of kind of plummeting and plateauing the reality of the situation is is that facebook meta zuckerberg their whole entity is worth hundreds of millions of dollars less than they were six months ago hundreds of millions of dollars less yeah that 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 doesn't need to be understated and what that's pointing towards in my opinion is not necessarily a shift to like truth.com trump's new platform but 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 people realizing that this kind of like web 2.0 and the algorithms that are shaping their news are toxic as fuck. Yeah. Well, Facebook and also it, has other stuff going on. Like their data mining abilities in Europe have been severely cut mm-hmm. and yep. they're thinking about pulling out of Europe entirely. Yeah. Can which we, is like can we give a sh- cut yourself off from a continent's worth of, of product. Can we also can we also give a shout out to Europe too? Because Europe was like, Hey, we're imposing like a $150 million fine. And like, this is unheard of. Like there's no precedent for this. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. You're right. They're like, you're right. You can pay it. 
though, mm-hmm. or get out. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that because yeah. they're, I mean, you know, we can back this up when we're talking about like the opioid epidemic, which I really got upset at, um, one part of the state of the union address when Biden was talking about, we're going to solve the opioid epidemic. And I was like, could you have imposed stricter sanctions on the motherfuckers that did it that are in court right now? Yeah. It was like, it was like, Oh, they paid a hundred and some odd million dollars. No one went to jail. And I was like, yet over the course of this entire thing, they netted billions. I was like, come on, man. It's a fucking joke. But holding these companies accountable to a dollar amount that actually gets their attention is the real way forward. It's the same. It's the same with like the oil companies that did all this like really fuck shit in different countries. And they're like, yeah, you know, we were fracking and like, yeah, we kind of like destroyed a lot of shit in your region. And then like, it turned out not to be profitable and we pulled out and just kind of left y'all with it. So we'll pay $10 million and just kind of call it even. And it was like the ecological damage is, you know, irreversible to a certain extent and no one's holding them accountable. $10 million is literally $15 out of Tarver's pocket. Tarver, would you miss if I took $15 out of your pocket right now? Would you be real upset? Would you like hold a grudge against me? No, I'd no. let it go, but I would yeah. send you to the store to buy me some sushi. I'd be like, oh, I don't carry cash, big dog. And I'd leave you at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd Venmo you like, you got Venmo? Can I Venmo you? Like, is that, is that, is that cool? <laughs> In but, my head, it was literally a Blake be riding to the store with Liam and then he and then go send me like hey can you spot me fifteen dollars <laughs> Liam, Liam throwing that bitch in reverse and saying I don't carry cash big dog and then back it out leaving you at the fucking station. That's just how I saw that play out. Yeah. Sugar don't go on great but, but like I said the reality Money is like the in the, the pocket e- Blake the e- Money didn't come like out of the pocket. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. Money go in the pocket. Money does right. not come out of the pocket. That's a, that's pretty much sums up what you were saying, buddy. and that's my rule from way back. But that's that's what's that's what's happening now. It's like people are starting to wake up to it. That's I feel why like I'm you're optimistic. blowing past a very important thing that I just said to you. I I I, <laughs> I agree with both of you, um, and I and I do. I hope that's a very nice way to look at it. I hope that people are moving to a, a more decentralized way of of gathering their social media and ingesting their news, and I just would like people to be a lot more discerning and a lot slower to judgment, which I think we've preached kind of from the beginning of this podcast and we ourselves have just gotten better at it over time. Yeah. So I know that it's a process and it, it it's a, like taking a little bit of bites at it here and there, mm-hmm. read, an, read an article a week, you know, from top to bottom from a vetted like source. Like when we stopped using New York Post. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like when you stopped using, yeah, putting New York Post in there. Um, I'm just, I just told y'all what Google told me. Like, am I the fucking, am I the bad guy here? Yeah. Well, I number one, and I think the the most important thing that we can all glean from this is that Facebook is fucking lame. It's so lame. It's crazy lame. Yeah. Like it's it's super old person land now. It's and my it's it's a birthday tracker for yes. me, and it lets me know if somebody has like changed jobs, had a baby, or gotten married. Yeah. Birth, birthday even, tracker slash talk to people you went to high school with. Oh, by the way, um, yeah, I got so a, I got a new job. So I got a new job. I, I accepted hey. a position and a new job. Um, you know, and talking about that, I'm probably not even going to update my Facebook with it. Why? Don't have I don't to give update a your LinkedIn. You? That's where the professionals are. I don't even fuck with LinkedIn, but I do. I do need to update it again. I, LinkedIn is literally useless to me. <laughs> I don't know. But, hey, but when you get big, when you get big. That's your ticket, homie. You know I won't need LinkedIn if I get big. Like, if I become a big photographer, like, uh, my Instagram will be... Yeah, you'll just have your own website I'll have my website and Instagram, and that's where all everything will go to. I want, like, how boomed out do you think you have to be to be like, I need to hire a photographer. Let's see who's got good ratings on LinkedIn. I've never used LinkedIn for (laughs) I've never used LinkedIn for one thing. (laughs) Except I used to use it as like a quick way to apply through a deed. Like you could use your LinkedIn. Yeah. It would, it, but I think they lost their deal with them. Uh-huh. So now they don't even do that. I get emails from them every now and then. And like in the advertising world, there's like, you know, LinkedIn's a good way to connect with people because boomers own businesses. <laughs> yo, yo, LinkedIn is the fucking future and y'all suck because like I'm on that crypto shit and I've got all these things working for me. I got that, all these uh, hoes uh, fucking out <laughs> of here. Just, just just stacks on stacks on stacks on racks on racks. 
I'm just saying, every now and again, I feel sexy as fuck. Oh, the sound drops never stand a chance. They never do. I'm glad your crypto moves are getting played out on LinkedIn. And another equally successful move got played out uh, the other day in Washington, D.C. Tell yeah. me about it. Yes. This is Let's from, go. From the Independent. Trucker convoy protest in Washington, D.C. flops as no one shows up. So Take I, us into it, Liam. Like I said, I tr- <laughs> we try to be a little, as nice as we can, but this one is... I mean, y'all, come on, you know. Why you hate freedom? They're kicking me out the door. <laughs> please clap. <laughs> this was a real please clap moment. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, this, we'll do it. Let's do a summation. We'll do a summation. We have just applied the sweet baby rays. Sweet. So a trucker rally was supposed to happen in Washington, D.C. At the Washington Monument, they had the permits. They had the advertising. They were like, y'all, they did it in Canada. Let's bring it down south. Hit it up. Do it America style. Why? For freedom. For freedom. When it turns out that there there, I don't believe there are many mandates left. Most of the states, I think, have, have cleared up any restrictions. Dude, in, in uh, Georgia, you don't even, kids don't even have to wear masks in schools anymore. It's like yeah. optional. And there's the, the, the your company's going to require you to get vaxxed or not. It's over at this point. But like, they you know they still wanted to show up and lockdowns. They were also protesting lockdowns, which yeah. haven't been a thing since like early twenty twenty one. Yeah, not for a minute, and for, for real from Georgia, really not since like six weeks after the first thing happened. Yes, <laughs> like restaurants were like maybe closed for like a quarter. Yeah, you know that that was about it. But like, it was organized by Kyle Sefkick, Sefcik. Some fucking MMA fighter, an independent candidate for candidate for the governor of Maryland, aka a fringe dum dum. Yeah, a fringe dumbass. Who, who just, I don't know. He seems trustworthy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Blake's endorsement. Well, if you look at him, I mean, he's in his uh, his all red tracksuit and mm-hmm. his uh, his high top sneakers. So he he's, looks. I mean, he's standing on the stage of freedom. <laughs> Alone, alone. Well, he's it, got two little fuckers in the background. Yeah, look at this youth group like setup, modern worship yeah. setup right here. Oh, there's even a cahoon. Okay, there's a there's <laughs> I don't a. You know what that is? It's like that little box drum that you sit on when you don't oh. have a drummer. Oh, okay. When like you're you, when when the youth is on their ski trip to Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. and and <laughs> and Brady has to step in, but he doesn't know how to use a drum set. So he has his maroon so tracksuit, yeah. and he gets up there and he plays the cahoon. The cahoon. But um, yeah, he uh, he tried to organize this rally and just straight nobody showed up. <laughs> what did, it was I like mean, what he, said. he said, he said, "quote Where are the trucks? I, I I know the ones that I had planned coming that are local friends and family. I know they're not even they're not even allowed in because they need a commercial license and have proof of a checkoff today because of the checkpoint. So they weren't even able to stage uh, and make it look cool here." But I still showed up, even if none of you did. I still be right here because I I keep my word. <laughs> the saddest, most pathetic things ever said to a group of people. <laughs> Just this, and if you look at the picture, please please click on the on the article please in the notes. Clap. Please clap and just look at the. You don't even have to play the video. You can just. Look, Look at the, the little still. kid. The little kid sitting in front of the stage and like, sells it for me because he's he's just this bored little kid, just like my mommy brought me here. There's, there's like probably twenty or so members of the press. Yeah. There's two little people. Looks like his mom and his auntie behind him on stage. Mm. There's a couple little fuck nuts over on the side of the stage. One's carrying a flag, and then like I guess his son and this little kid, and bored. literally no one else. And he's just like, I kept my word, and y'all didn't keep your word. You know, I'm out here embarrassing myself, looking stupid as fuck, (laughs) on the stage of freedom. On the stage of freedom for this event that I obviously should have canceled. Yeah, for sure. And I'm up here talking to no one except reporters who are recording my embarrassment, talking about how my friends couldn't come. Yeah. Even though I know they would if they could. If they hadn't been blocked. (laughs) By the tyranny of Biden. (laughs) It's like, I'm like, I just, I hope that in his childhood, at some point he had a birthday party where he invited like all the cool kids and Mm. none of them came. And all he could do was think about this moment. Like this is literally pulled from 
a show. Like, yeah. I, all I imagine is that the reason that the, like the costume designer, yeah, the, the reason the costume designer put him in sweatpants is that so you could see him wet himself yeah. on stage out of shame. And he's a big tough. I man. mean, he's just a patriot. He's just a patriot. I don't know why you guys are hating so hard. He's like, I'm tired of these lockdowns. There are no lockdowns. It's just like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm tired of these mandates. There are no mandates. Nobody there are hears, very few. Nobody here is wearing a mask except one guy. One journalist is wearing a mask. Yeah, it's like there's nothing. And the, the production, too, is just so pathetic. Like, I see this one girl got her tiny little micro tripod with her phone set up, and then <laughs> they got a dude over here by the flag. He's like, I got my little, got my little camcorder from home. We don't even have, like, a step and repeat behind him or something like some sort of decoration on the stage except for these terrible little banners. I, it is really funny though that um, that we kind of just got ahead of this and like but I was like hey ain't gonna have this dumb shit here <laughs> and like you know it was just like no we're not doing this it's like if you want to try you can find out yeah like you can fuck around and then you'll find out but like it's not gonna be like Ottawa I gotta tell you man I've kind of come to the point I'm I'm for taking dumb people's rights away <laughs> little, little by little. I'm sorry. Go, yeah, no, yeah. I'm 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 with you, dog. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, like you're just like just a couple simple questions. Like I can find out. Mm-hmm. You know. And be like, all right, bro, you can't drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, yeah, well, Trump's still the president and JFK's coming back to life and like the, Don't forget about the secret cords. COVID is like the masks are killing people. COVID is a lie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. You don't get to drive. 5G death towers. You don't get to drive. You don't get to vote. And uh, you have to have your grocery list stapled to the front of your shirt when mm-hmm. you go to the grocery store. And we'll see about solid food in six yeah. weeks. We'll see about solid food. And you have to have the money. And you have to say, I have this much. <laughs> and then I need this. And someone has to help you to get your groceries. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you're just going to come home with like bottles of, of whipped cream and jello. Yeah. Like and I'm, to that I say the tree of liberty must be watered with the blood of tyrants <laughs> and we will meet you in Washington DC at our convention and we will convention. and we will show you the force you must reckon with because we may be stupid but we are strong in numbers mm-hmm. sort Where of we, we go thought one, we, were. we go all <laughs> nobody actually showed it. up but yeah we, except at this particular event there were things that got in the way there was the other stuff was inclement the yeah, the weather was inclement. Fucking the economy's in shambles. So gas is really expensive right now. He's like, look you know at what I'm saying? look at look at how big this silent majority is. Look at how silent my majority yeah, is. My majority silent. is so quiet that they're not even here. There's no one here but reporters. That's how you can tell how many of them there are. <laughs> yeah, and then I think some of these guys up front might be just wandered by and were like, "What is this going on?" Yeah, he was like, also hey. if I can be honest. The, the price of tiki torches has gone up exponentially, which is like really kind of impacting like me mm-hmm. personally. So, you know, I'm just saying like inflation's a bitch and it's Biden's fault. So thanks, Biden. Thanks, Biden. Thanks, Biden. Inflation is a bitch, but we got to just keep getting out there, man. Yeah. Keep spreading that well, good word. Well, also, before we jump into the next article, Bye, as American. like. As a fiscal conservative, which, uh, you know, I have always been, um, people pointing towards the current inflation and blaming Biden's administration are a bunch of fucking idiots um, because actually the printer go burr under the Trump administration, <laughs> yeah. um, which 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 was very uh, prevalent. And a lot of like old school fiscal conservatives were like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And Trump was like, don't worry about it. Parent go burr, and we're going to make lots of money, and it's going to be worth the same as it was then. And also, like, y'all remember that tax cut that happened? And also, the government could just be like, hey, companies, you have to pay everybody more, too, or... No, you like, don't no, get to pass. Down. You don't get to pass the cost on to the consumers. Consumers, you have to hit your. Because, like, it's wild to say this, but China has been controlling their economy with a heavy hand, mm-hmm. very successfully for a long time now. I think it's kind of got to be past the point where people are like, oh yeah, the bubble's going to burst in China. It's like, I don't think it is. I think that you, y'all, been bullshitting about the economy for a long motherfucking time. Oh well, yeah. So you just want to be us? Must be a bunch of pinko commie Chinamen, huh? I kind of would be like the government to be like, hey, you don't get to increase prices by this much. You can only increase them by this much. Yeah. And they're like, well, what does that yeah. mean? That means you have to lose. You're going to lose in profits. Like I, well, I, like- I don't mind if like companies are going to do this. 
I don't mind if the government steps in and says no. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, the shareholders will only be like really rich instead of like insanely mega rich. rich. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I, like, I like people being like, you know, twenty twenty one was kind of a shitty year, and I was like, yeah, unless you were a billionaire, mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, it was kind of a shitty year. I love that that meme where uh, the guy has it's like two buttons, and the guy can't make the choice, and he's like. And it turned and it cuts to his face and he's like pouring sweat. But this one, the one button was uh, record uh, insane year over year profits. And the other one is uh, tell your workers that you can't afford to give them a pay raise. And then it cuts to him and he's just got both. Like he's pressing both buttons yeah. and just smiling like a motherfucker. He's like corporations just be like, we had a banner year, biggest year ever. So much growth. Profits insane. Profits on fucking a thousand. And they're like, awesome. Can we get some it's raises? Like, hey, can we bump up like literally such a minuscule amount that even if you gave it to me by accident, you probably wouldn't even under- like wouldn't notice it. And, and they're like, like, like huh? no, you poor, no, you poor son of a bitch. And also, you can't get the fuck out of my face. That bullshit. Yeah. Money go in the pocket. And I'm leaving you here. That's how, I'm leaving you at the gas station. How dare you? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just asking, it's like, you want me to pay you what seventy thousand a year? It's like I'm. I was already. I was only making. I was making sixty thousand. So it's not. I'm not asking you for seventy thousand more. I'm yeah. just asking you for seventy thousand total. And they're like, How dare you? What do you're you like, mean? It's like, like that won't impact our you. bottom line at all. What if everybody asked for it? It's like, but I'm just asking for it. And they're like, No, you must answer for this insane hypothetical right now in this negotiation. <laughs> no, they're 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 like shut the fuck up. We have entry level positions for people with doctorates paying fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. Like who the, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, man, they will straight up uh, try to make you not know your worth. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot with with uh, I've been fortunate. My previous employer, my current employer, my new employer uh, is have both been true. But like I've had people try to be like, eh, you're not. That good mm-hmm. because it's advantageous they're, to them to keep you. Down. They're like, yeah. you're not that cute. You know what I mean? I mean, they're, they're like, no, nagging you. Like, like, they're <laughs> nagging you. They're, they're nagging you. It's like some, it's like some old school pickup artist shit. They're like, yeah. I mean, like we can fuck, but at the same time, you like you could probably lose some weight. Yeah. They're like, actually, like, um, I know that I'm your direct report, but I am going to actually bring in mystery from VH1's The Pickup Artist for your <laughs> salary negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> so just sit down and he'll be in here. And he just walks in with like a big, like fluffy hat God. and a purple jacket and like 10 rings. I always wanted to kick that guy's ass. <laughs> I don't know. He's just one of those people I was like, I would, I would whoop your ass. He had a show. Yeah, I know. He got a show on television. He's like seven feet tall, but I would still. Just, he was make it till you make it, baby. He's a string bean. What if he came at you with one of those claw rings, though, and poked your eye? I've had experience fighting those. They're they're actually really inefficient. Uh, yeah. I don't think Tarver needs to see to hurt you. I feel like if he can like <laughs> tangibly put his hands on you, you and are correct. You, I would that you have like, assessed my abilities correctly. Yeah, like yes, you can remove his sense of sight, but can you remove his sense of feel? Well, if I he get a grip need- to him, I'm just going to climb him and then just squeeze him. Yeah, like sweet, a fucking sweet like an evil koala. Yeah, like exactly. a koala. Just squeeze until he's just like, you're not even that strong. Like as he's dying, <laughs> he's negging me. Still, it's like you don't, you don't get it. You want you don't get top tier pussy because you haven't set your life up. I set my life up. And let it wait. <laughs> and I just run about top tier pussy, <laughs> and then he just goes. Sweet Prince. Sweet Prince. And we leave his ass at the Sweet. gas station. <laughs> yeah. And we leave his ass at the yeah. gas station. Him, Mystery, and Dan Blazarian. We leave at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to get into another article. I think that's going to be it for um, the regular tap snaps. That's a tap rap. Yeah, that's a tap rap. <laughs> um, pa- uh, I'm sorry. Trademark pending. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you to everybody that listened. Um, we appreciate y'all. Um, and like we said at the top, you know, we uh, we love our our dear friend Eric Brown uh, greatly, yeah. and I think we all uh, carry a piece of him now with us um, uh, moving forward. And I know for certain that Eric Brown would want all of us to continue to live our lives as fully and as richly um, and as bravely as possible as he lived his. Yeah, if you want to celebrate Eric 
at some point this week. Just go out, have a good meal, mm-hmm. treat yourself to something fun. Like go out, go outside, get, and do get the fun. big steak, get the yeah. fucking loaded potatoes. Like get every, get everything. Drink, get a glass of whiskey with your steak, like, yeah. and smoke a cigar and. Yeah, and lift somebody up. Support somebody somebody that you love. Yeah. Yeah. And also take a chance on a restaurant you don't know about. Go there and try it out. Fuck it. Go to the Indian and the good place. The good shit to eat. And get the spiciest thing on the menu and know that when you're crying, he would be laughing at you. Yeah, he would. He would be laughing at you for being weak. (laughs) And also, as like a 250-pound, six-foot-two man, you couldn't now drink him, even if you tried. No, you definitely. You always have the edge on me. No, I've never outdrank Aaron Brown. Not once. No, not once in my life. <laughs> not one time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, we're gonna wrap it there. Um, thank you guys for listening, and uh, and Eric, we love you. Love you, Eric. <laughs>